I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Not too long ago, two friends of mine were talking to a Cuban refugee, a businessman who had escaped from Castro. And in the midst of his story, one of my friends turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's own old age dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. All right, welcome back. It's uh, Wednesday, sort of. <laughs> uh, very, very late at night for me. It's probably around uh, 1230 or so while I'm recording this. Doing the best that I can here, seeing the numbers that are coming in. Uh, it's kind of slow right now, to be honest with you. Uh, whatever's coming in. Pennsylvania is a joke. Uh, as they said earlier this week, I think it was either this week or last week, um, they, we probably wouldn't know who the winner is for days. Well, they weren't lying because they are a little bit slow to count some races that are not decided yet and not really sure how they look, but for sure right now, as I said, it's late. So Tim Scott, Rand Paul, Marjorie Taylor, Green, DeWine, Duckworth, Britt, Lankford, Mullen, Ivy, McMaster's. Big win for DeSantis, Sanan, Rubio, Yunkin, uh, Lee, Huckabee Sanders, Schumer, Abbott are all pretty solid at this moment uh, that have been either first time or reelected. Beyond that, I haven't seen anything that's real solid. You got early counts coming in, but uh, nothing that's solid yet. There were a lot of of problems on election day, no surprise, especially in some very key states like Arizona, Maricopa County, the election machines were down for hours and hours. You're having the same problem in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, the times got extended to 10 PM at night, uh, Arizona, they filed a, uh, lawsuit to try to keep them open. Um, it's been a mess. New Jersey, the machines went down, it, you know, they wonder why we question elections, when you start seeing these types of shenanigans in states that are so close and important states, you know, you just can't help but question the integrity of their election system in those states, let alone, you know, overall the election system. Right now, Lake is in, was in the lead last I checked. You know, I, I had to have a little time to do this. So last I checked, she was in the lead, hopefully that uh, by the time you hear this, a decision will have been made and she will be the new governor of Arizona. I think it'd be very important 
she's a very, very strong candidate, and uh, I think she'd be very good for that state. Um, right now, Herschel Walker's not looking so hot, uh, but it's early. You know, you don't you don't have that many votes in. Herschel Walker's down slightly to Warnock, and which I just can't even begin to understand. If you are a person of faith, uh, you know, first and foremost, Warnock's position on abortion should automatically disqualify him from from you voting for him. And then if you take that out of the picture, this guy's got a shaky past. You know, he has hustled people. He's got abuse in his past. This is not a nice man. This is a progressive on all accounts that hides behind the disguise of being a preacher. I don't know how that's if Fetterman and Oz, who knows? I mean, you're talking about uh, when I last looked, I think it was like 11% of the vote was in. And Fetterman had a heavy lead. But again, 11% of the vote is in. That's nothing. That's all your mail-in ballots that are being counted. has nothing to do with what's early voting or anything else. So that's going to be a hot mess. Um, New Hampshire. Yeah, there's just so many out there right now that were toss-ups where at, at this current time. I hope by the morning I'm getting the good news as you're getting the good news that uh, some of these leaned our direction. House is uh, already won. We, you know, we have Congress. We're just working on the Senate now um, for sure. That just depends on what number that, you know, the ultimate number, what that comes in at. I think when I left off, there was 27 toss-ups left, um, and we were around 214. So uh, potentially could be massive. You could have a really huge number in the House, which is a good thing. And, you know, in the Senate, <sighs> Senate's still rocky. The Senate's been rocky the whole time. I've been saying to you about the Senate. I'm sure you've been hearing it from every source you listen to. The Senate is the one most people were concerned with because they're – there really was no real hard leaning one way or the other, so we're not, you know, you're not sure how that we weren't sure how that was going to sway. Um, I had it at 53 seats. You know, I was listening to Steve Dace and some of the other people. They had it as high as 55 seats. I think that's a little. I thought at that time was a little ambitious, and now I'm starting to worry that <laughs> even my prediction of 53 was a little ambitious. It may just be 50, a simple 51 majority. Uh, if out of the four that are real toss-ups, we need two to hold a 51 majority. So, yeah, it's it's tight. It's very, very, very tight right now, and uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Hopefully, it goes in our favor. Um, I was watching a bunch of different people. I watched a little bit from the Daily Wire. I was watching the Blaze. Um, I tuned into CNN to see what their take uh, on it was, and. Uh, MSNBC, I, I mean, I was kind of all over the place watching a little bit of everybody just to hear the differences in opinions and, you, you know, see what they have to say because how do you get the truth unless you're listening to both sides and then you're going to come to some type of your own truth there in the middle. Um, I'm not real happy with what I saw. Uh, do I believe it's a red wave? I don't know what classifies as a red wave or a red tsunami uh, like a lot of people are saying. Uh, I listen to, you know, a lot of different things, and everybody has their own opinion on what that looks like. You know, and right now it looks like we're doing about average. It looks like, uh, you know, the the president midterms usually loses. I think the average is around 30 seats in the House and four seats in the Senate, and that would be like an average, which I guess you would some people would consider a wave election. 
uh, and it looks like we're definitely meeting those numbers. The tsunami, I guess, would be anything in excess of that. It could be that you have a tsunami in the house because, like I said, with the 27 toss-up seats, a minute ago you would, you know, uh, we're already 14 up. You would far exceed 30 if you picked up the the majority of those. Um, And the Senate, if you just happen where the four of those drop in place, you do probably get around 55. And that which means that, you know, we flipped at least five seats. So is that a tsunami? Would that be considered a tsunami? Who knows? Uh, You know, I'm not, uh, it's, it's hard to say. You know, like I said, everybody's got a different opinion on it. Only thing that truly matters to me is the gaining of control of both Congress and the Senate because, if we have that, the madness stops. So we don't have to sit here and panic about what's coming next. You know, we at this moment, we can take a little bit of a, a sigh of relief, take a moment, say, okay, you know, we know there shouldn't be any more spending. Uh, we shouldn't have any more of these radical bills being forced down the people's throat. You know, we so at least that's the beginning, at least that much off the rip. But what we need to do is we can't allow the Republicans to take the majority of everything and do what they always do, which is nothing. I mean, let's be honest. How many times have the Republicans had the majority in the past and nothing really changed? Nothing good came out of it. All the possibilities that could have come to, uh, to fruition di- didn't. They didn't do anything to improve the situation. Um, I spoke about this, and, and even Glenn Beck just mentioned it tonight, you know, which you know, just justifies what I was saying, that other people think the same way that I'm thinking. Is, that's wonderful. You want to have hearings and you, you want to uh, do investigations? Okay, that's great. But are you going to do anything with them? You know, and this is where we have to hold uh, our representatives' feet to the fire. That congratulations, yes, we wanted you in there. We voted you in there. Now, you need to finish the job. You need to do what we want you to do. You can't just lay back and do all this show in this theater to make it look like you're doing something, but at the end of the day, nothing comes out of it. You're wasting our time. You guys have to get up there and you have to pass some bills. I'm already starting to hear some people on the right saying they're going to have to compromise with Joe Biden to get things done. No, there is no compromise. There's no compromise with Democrats. What you need to do is try to get things passed, things that are best for this country, best for the people. If Joe Biden refuses to sign and vetoes them, that will become a reflection on the Democratic Party. That they will see the Republicans and the conservatives are trying to do what's best for the people and they are being blocked by a Democratic president. But they need to do something. And our responsibility as voters is to stay on top of them to make sure that they are doing what we need them to do to change things here. We need to turn this country around. We are on the verge of a the opportunity to restore this country. We have to see how the rest of the night plays out. But even a simple 51 majority, granted they're going to use the filibuster on a lot of things. I get that. 
But even with a simple 51 majority, you cannot allow any more judges to go through for Joe Biden because they are all radicals. And how do I know the radicals? Look, look, look at Joe Biden's position. If I played you audio clips from Joe Biden in the past, Joe Biden at one point uh, supported the filibuster. Joe Biden supported or uh, was anti-abortion. He was pro-life. Uh, I mean, you go and, and look Joe Biden's past up. Everything that he once claimed he stood for is out the is out the window. Now he's as radical as any other radical that's in Congress. So naturally, anybody that he is going to put forward to become a judge somewhere is going to share his radical ideology. And with a simple 51 majority, we can stop these things. The House, can we do investigations? Of course we can. I mean, there's some conversation around impeachment for Joe Biden. Do the Republicans that are about to be elected have what it takes to pull the trigger on this one? Do you? He absolutely can. The guy gets dirty money from China. The guy makes deals with Ukraine. His son is as dirty as dirty can get. This whole family is tainted. You want to talk about somebody that could easily be impeached, especially if you have the majority in in the Senate and you have the House, but do the Republicans have the backbone to do it? Now, what would that leave us with? That would leave us with Kamala Harris in the White House for probably a year. Because, you know, you would talk about uh, January, everybody gets put in place, and then it's going to take some time to get the committees together, and then from there, it's going to be months of trial and whatever, and then you got to sign bills, and you got to send it to the other chamber to get signed. It's going to take some time, probably close to a year. So will Kamala Harris be president for about a year? She may. She may very well that, but... This is how you hold people accountable. uh, Donald Trump didn't deserve to get impeached. It was all smoke and mirrors. There was nothing there. This guy who's actually dirty and grimy needs to get what's coming to him. He needs to be held accountable. But to get to that point, you have to have people that are willing to do it. I just saw Jim Jordan uh, came through on my phone. Jim Jordan, congratulations to him too. He uh, won re-election. There's a good guy that's in there. But uh, do we have enough to get done what needs to get done? I'm just not sure we have enough of the right people in there. I have no doubt. Believe me. I truly believe in more than half of the Republican Party. From the names that I've seen, they are willing to go the distance. It's the establishment type that are not. It's your Mitch McConnell's. It's it's your Kevin McCarthy's, your Mitt Romney's. I mean, these people are not willing to go the distance. They are establishment people. They like their swamp. It's good and comfortable. But we, it is, you know, what it comes down to is, you know whose fault it is ultimately if they don't get impeached, if he doesn't get impeached. It really comes down to us. I always talk about, that they serve us. Well, they have forgotten that over time, and they feel that we serve them. And you have a lot of people that are very lazy, and it's not necessarily that we serve them uh, more than it is, I'm going to vote for this guy and he'll take care of it. No, 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 no. No, you take care of it. And how you take care of it is we hound 
our representatives. Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Why haven't you brought this up? Why aren't you doing more? This is what we elected you for. You serve the people. You do not serve yourself. This is not a self-serving position. This is a position where you are supposed to represent the will of your people. And we, it is our responsibility. So we have to blame ourselves if nothing gets done because we are not holding the elected representative for your area accountable to do his job or her job and that falls back on us. That's where this needs to go to. I hope tonight turns out good. I mean, overall, I believe it's been a very productive and a good night. I think you see a lot of things you haven't seen. I saw in Rhode Island. You got a Republican in representative, was it Fung, is representing in the House District over there. How many years has it been since that's happened? You know, I didn't see New York. I'm still waiting to see um, if if Holcher is going to lose or not. I hope she does. I think that speaks volumes to the country, that if you can flip that in New York, it shows you how fed up people are. I'm seeing how many people rejecting the Democrats, and I'm talking about Democrats. I'm not talking about Republicans. Of course, we reject them. I'm talking about Democrats and independents that are rejecting the Democratic leadership in California. California, the model of what the Democratic Party wants America to look like going forward. They're all rejecting this Democratic plan and ideology because it's having that much impact on people's lives. They see that it's for the worse, not the better. They're seeing how America, or at least in their states, it's crumbling all around them. Crime is rising. You're having energy issues everywhere you're at. The, the stranglehold that the Democratic Party is putting on the individual is too much for them to bear, so they're rejecting it, as they should. So I feel like we're having a good night. I just hope we have a great night And by tomorrow morning, I wake up and get some very solid news that we have at least, at a minimum, obtained the 51 seats necessary to now take control of the Senate because the House is already in the bag. If we get to that point, I think uh, we're at the beginning stages of fixing what needs to be fixed here in the United States. This is a little bit short. Again, it's very late. I've been watching election coverage all day. If you follow me on my social media, you see I was extremely active, probably from the time I woke up till about 2 or 3 in the afternoon, and then my eyes were just between watching and reading and tweeting and truthing, burned out, done, don't want to do anymore. Um, So I didn't say much after that. I did what needed to be done, and I waited as long as I possibly could to record this episode because I wanted to see how everything played out. It's not going as quickly as I would have liked. Uh, Probably the one state, again, just like the 2020 election, Florida, we were spot on with counting. I mean, Ron DeSantis won. (laughs) That's an understatement. Ron DeSantis won huge, or as Trump would say, huge. Ron DeSantis destroyed Chris, as expected. Rubio did a great job against Demings. And then you're seeing all over the state, we're even flipping blue districts. It, it Really an amazing night in Florida. Florida, definitely, there was a red tsunami. 
And the rest of the country, you know, like I said, depending on who you listen to or what your uh, thought process is with that, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a wave or a tsunami, but we'll see in the morning. Hopefully in the morning I get some better news. You're listening to this. You know, I know it's a little bit dated because, you know, probably by the time you're hearing it, depending on when you listen in the day, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, or whatnot, it's severely dated. If it's first thing in the morning, maybe a couple things have changed while you've been asleep, while I decided to get some sleep. Uh, If you listen to it later in the afternoon or the evening, I'm sure quite a bit has changed by that time. So we shall see. I hope you like what you're listening to. If you do, please rate and review me. It's always a great help, especially on Apple. Um, If you'd like to reach out to me or check out anything else I do, you can go to my website, littlejoecc.com. Check it all out there, and uh, that's it. We will do it again tomorrow.